Well, hello and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of What to Do. I am your host, John Gillick, and it is indeed a pleasure to be with you each and every week as we broadcast from our lovely penthouse studios that are always, always supplied to us by the Milo and Mangie Insurance folks. For all of your insurance needs, feel free to call them at 201-991-0028 from the Milo and Manzi Insurance Studios. Wow, here we are, the last Friday in February. We're staring right into March. And then before you know it, gang, it's going to be daylight savings time. And the other night we were having dinner and I said to my wife, I said, you know, it's amazing. We didn't even put on the lamp for our dinner, our dining room table. And it was beautiful. Sunshine coming in the windows. Very, very nice. Giving you a taste of spring that's ahead. Um, looking forward to just getting rid of all this snow and just getting to uh, just get into a brighter frame of mind as we move into and transition into March and then later into April and May. And obviously with things happening around the country and around the world, um, things are being shut down. Things are being opened up. In New York City tonight, when the New York Rangers play the Boston Bruins, there'll be at least 10% of the crowd in the Garden to see that happen. I know the Garden was uh, rocking as best as it could the other night when the Knicks were playing, and some of the players were very, very uh, shocked of hearing the chants coming from the crowd. And you got to understand, these guys haven't played in front of a crowd in literally over 300 days. And um, it's going to be very fascinating to see what happens when the Devils here in New Jersey open up. And I'm sure arenas all around the country and around the world are going to start looking at the certain models that have already been functioning. I know down in Dallas, they've had people. In Florida, they've had people. So things, I guess, are getting a little bit better with the vaccinations. Uh, People are doing the right thing with the masks and all that kind of stuff. But I think one of the most interesting moves that's happening, not only in the education world, but throughout, is the opening up. I think that the more we start opening things up at a safe pace, you know, let's not just go nuts and allow 50% of an arena to open up. But as long as we do it in slow steps and we see the results and we can follow those results, I think that is going to help a lot. I think that's going to bring some some much-needed... joy in, into our lives. And I mean, you, you watch some games on television and it's just empty stands and, you know, the players are, I'm, I'm sure they're affected a little bit, but they're professionals. I mean, they have to go out and, and do their due, but you know, you, you wonder about the college kids, you know, college kids who want to hear uh, the fans. So it's good. It's good that we're slightly opening things up a little bit. I know in uh, 2021 Penn state is planning on returning to full in-person learning for the fall semester. So that's going to be very interesting what Penn State does and how other universities and colleges follow suit. I would imagine that most schools will be um, looking at opening up. I know in my own school, we're adding a Wednesday now. Wednesdays used to be everybody's at home. Now we're adding Wednesday. So we're kind of going to be in school. They're five days a week, Monday through Friday, still half halftime real halftime on the on the computer but still it's it's getting closer closer to normalcy it's great to hear kids voices in the hallway i thought i would never uh ever say that but it was it's good to hear the chant and banter and talk and all that kind of stuff as things are happening 
Well, friends, if you are new to this show, uh, it is a weekly get-together where we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, give you some thoughts on some things that are happening around. We try to keep this program as positive as we possibly can because, you know what, there is way too much negativity in the world, and we all know that. So we want something that's going to be a little more uplifting and a little bit more fun uh, for us and for people in general. So with that comes a couple of things that I checked out this past week. And last week, I told you that if you have someone in your life who's a drummer and would like to um, look at and and study from some of the masters who've played Neil Peart, uh, Alex Van Halen, uh, Charlie Watts. Modern Drummer Magazine has put together this wonderful thing called Legends. It's a it's a in book form, but it's all the interviews that those artists did with Modern Drummer. And the cool thing is at the back of it, they show all the the drum sets that they've used on tours and, and subsequent recordings and things like that. So it's a really nice gift, but they've taken it a step further. They've actually now been able to frame some of those classic interviews, uh, the pictures off of Modern Drummer magazine, which would be the front cover of it. And they are able to now, you're able to get those as a gift. So if you have someone who's a Rolling Stones fan, let's say, and you know that they're really into the Stones and they really, you know, admire the, the drumming of Charlie Watts, well, now you can contact Modern Drummer and you can look at getting one of those framed and 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 give that as a nice gift for somebody who is uh, really into the drums. And I do, I think they have Neil Peart. They have a few uh, jazz drummers as well. So it's, it's a, it's a whole mix of different percussionists and drummers who have done uh, some amazing work in the world of jazz and the world of rock and the world of pop music. So um, something very interesting that is out there. Um, with the opening up of things and, you know, how we're starting to look at um, venues like Madison Square Garden, uh, the Prudential Center here in New Jersey, and I know a few places down in Tampa, Florida, and I mentioned that before, and, and Texas, and I'm sure wherever you listen to this show, uh, they're going to start opening up as well. But the first concert has been announced at New York City's Madison Square Garden, and yes, of course, it is Jojo Siwa who will be in concert on July 30th, okay? So uh, that is the first artist to be live on the stage at the hallowed halls of Madison Square Garden. When you think of the artists that have played there, Jojo Siwa will be up on that list and there you go. Um, but Billy Joel has said he's going to return to uh, the Garden to continue his run of dates. And I am sure that you will start to see other artists stretch out and start thinking about touring, start thinking about performing again. Um, I know touring-wise, some bands have shelved it for 2022. I know The Who have definitely canceled all their 2021 dates. And uh, Genesis is doing only England and Ireland in September and October. Um, and now Aerosmith has announced that they are putting their 50th anniversary tour, uh, which was slated for this year, 2021. They're moving that to 2022. So it'll be very interesting to see how those tours uh, start to come together and how they start to come to fruition. You know, if you have somebody, again, in your world who is into theater and into art like that, um, there is a wonderful showcase for playwrights. It is called 
the Scranton Scratch Night. Now, this is something that is very, very interesting. It will be held this Thursday the 4th at 7.30 p.m. It is an online festival of new work, and it's hosted by none other than Heidi Gardner, who I find to be hysterical on Saturday Night Live. You might have your different views. I just think she, they write beautifully for her. Um, she'll be hosting it. It is part of the well-loved Scranton Shakespeare Festival, better, better known as the Scranton Shakes. It's an international event held annual, annually in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, if you would like tickets for this event, um, and again, it is online, um, you are going to have to go to um, let's see what's behind this. You can go and check it out on, uh, the website and it is something called putting it up here now, uh, Eventbrite, And it is, uh, the Scranton scratch night. So if you go to eventbrite.com, uh, and you look for the Scranton scratch night, uh, you'll be able to get your tickets for that. So if you're an up-and-coming playwright, if you're interested in becoming a playwright, you're interested in writing for the stage, uh, this might be an event for someone in your world or for someone yourself. You might be someone who is out there and very interested in doing that. So that is coming up on the 4th of March, which is very soon. Um, a couple of other things that came across my desk is reading about um, – some of the people in the entertainment world who have been struck in such a way that they are just, they're not working. They're not doing anything. One, one story in particular was about a guitar roadie guitar tech uh, for like people like Eddie Van Halen. He did work for David Bowie. He's done work for Peter Frampton. He's done a lot of work in the world of, of rock tours and rock music and he was slated to be on tour uh, a few times uh, this this year with different groups. Um, and his work obviously has been shut down. And it must be very difficult for those stagehands and for people who work behind the scenes. And it's not just the actors and actresses or the musicians and things like that. It's the behind the scenes folks. So um, there's been a couple of, of things set up for them um, that they can kind of draw from in terms of financial aid. Uh, and one of the, one of these gentlemen has set up a GoFundMe, uh, for his own, his own being. And I'm sure you can catch a lot of these on Facebook or you can find them on social media, but it really is sad how they've gone from having these jobs that really propel the stage show or propel whatever is happening in Broadway or theater or anything. And, uh, to find themselves out of work. Now, a lot of the pit musicians are also teachers um, at a college or they do private study. Same with some of the singers and some of the actors. So some of those people were able to supplement their income by either doing some actor studio, teaching, uh, actually being on some television. I know if you watch the CBS shows, Bull, uh, Blue Bloods, all those have been filming in New York City. Uh, if you check out the NCIS's, Sad to say, NCIS New Orleans should not be going off the air, but what are you going to do? Anyway, those shows, the actors from some of those Broadway shows are in those CBS, especially the New York-based ones. So at least they're finding some work and they're able to um, 
get their get themselves together. Uh, Muertos Coffee in Boston. They are based out of Boston. Muertos Coffee is having a Boston Fire Department Relief Fund. If you go to their website, it is M-U-E-R-T-O-S. Sim- um, wrong one. Dialed up the wrong one. Okay. If you go to their website, pretty cool. Yeah. So they're doing a very cool relief fund type of thing for uh, the Boston Fire Department. Um, and I think that's a really, really cool thing. So if you go to Muertos Coffee company.com so i'll spell it out muertos m-u-e-r-t-o-s coffee c-o-f-f-e-e-c-o.com if you go to muertos coffee and you can check that out and help out the boston fire department um they would be more than happy to help those folks in need up in boston mass so if you're in the massachusetts area if you're from boston well done um help them out if you can, um, they just sent me a shirt. So I'll be getting a shirt from those folks. So I, I should put that on the website. You know, we do have a website. Um, if you want to catch the show, you can find it on Facebook. It's called what to do. It's on Facebook. If you want to get in touch with me? You can, I'm on Facebook. I'm from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Um, if you also check out, uh, Twitter, it is on Twitter. It is on Spotify. So we are on in a bunch of different locations. Um, if you want to get in touch with me to talk a little bit about the show, give me some of your ideas. I'd be more than happy to hear them. JJG5150 at AOL.com. And we can discuss the program. Um, Mars. <laughs> Have you guys been seeing the pictures from Mars? I just think it's amazing how they show this. this like, It looks fake. To me, it just looks fake. Uh, it looks like they just set up some Hollywood scene. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are saying right now, mm-hmm, I agree with you. All that NASA, all that space exploration stuff looks fake. And it probably is. But I think that this is the clearer, the clearest picture that we have of Mars. And, you know, they're talking about colonizing it. You know, Why? Why do we, you know, what do we expect to find there? Like, I think it's funny that some people have put in pictures of the alien from uh, Bugs Bunny <laughs> insert in there, or the picture of uh, Bernie in his in the chair at inauguration. I just think those are funny. I think that's really hysterical. But um, you know, I I often wonder, like, why would we want to spend all this money to colonize or visit Mars with humans? Um, it's just very interesting to me. Uh, but the pictures are crystal clear. That was my point here. The pictures are absolutely crystal clear to make you think that it might be fake, but we've gotten so far with technology and, uh, you know, pictures have looked nothing but better over the course of time. Um, speaking of pictures, I checked out this article in a magazine, um, recently, and this, this is really cool. These pictures really don't do any justice uh, to the, to what they're taking pictures of. Um, I'm, I love food. I like to eat really good food. And I like, I've always been about one pot meals um, where you just throw everything in the pot and boom, off you go. Um, no more fuss, no more muss. You just have the one pot, you put it on the table, everybody eats from it. And it's very easy 
clean up and very easy to cook with. But I found this article in AARP of all places where you do sheet pan meals. Now, this is nothing new. This is not new stuff, but the pictures that they took, it looks like the food is going to leap off the page and it makes it look so good. So they have a couple of different recipes here. Uh, you can get a uh, Mediterranean halibut. Okay. Uh, you can look at getting flank steak fajitas, which is always good for a Mexican night in your home. Or you can get a Zatar chicken with potatoes and broccoli. Um, I just think that the easier it becomes to do these one pan or one pot meals, um, it becomes very homey. It becomes very rustic. Um, I'm looking forward to Sunday dinner with my wife, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of matrajana, uh, which is one of my favorites. But we've been watching um, Stanley Tucci. Uh, he's he's he videotaped himself. He, he filmed himself uh, going through Italy, and it's on the it's on the CNN. It's on Sunday nights on CNN. It looks amazing. I mean, the food just looks absolutely outstanding. He's been to a few places. He's been to Rome. Uh, he's eaten the, the local dishes in Rome. He's been to, um, oh my God, I forgot where he went to in the first episode, but where uh, ne Neapolitan pizza, uh, where, you know, it just looked so good where he was. Um, and that's a show that's on Sunday nights on CNN too. So if you're into, into travel food type of thing, and I know there's a dozen of shows out there, but this one, Tucci, really takes you inside and gets you some really, really nice places and, and shows you some really nice things as well. Um, you know, <laughs> one of the things that I find as I get older is that um, I'm starting to look at things and say, you know what? I don't need that anymore. You know what? That doesn't need to be here. That can go away or give it to somebody else or, you know, put it here, put it, move it, throw it out, whatever you need to do. It's called decluttering. And I, and I've always gone through these cycles and I'm sure some of you who are listening, I'm sure we've gone through these cycles where, you know, you build it up, you build it up you, and you're like, why do I have that? What, why am I holding on to the pair of jeans from 1984? Why do I still have the leather jacket from 1991? Why do I have all this stuff? I don't wear it anymore. Or, the books. Uh, and I'm big on this one. So this is where I got to learn to declutter. I have a thousand books that I've read a million times. Why do I still have them? Donate them to somebody. So the decluttering process is very, very, very uh, cool. It's not a new idea though. Again, like the one pan, one pot type thing. It's not a new idea of decluttering, but it is something that's very, very cool. Um, especially when it comes to your bathroom. And sometimes we go into our bathroom and we look underneath the, 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 the vanity and we're looking and we're like, oh, ha that toothbrush is still there. What's it doing there? You know, and we just forget about these things over time or the shower curtain that your grandparents or your aunt or uncle gave you that is way outdated and it's just sitting in the linen closet. Why do we need it? Why is it there? So going through decluttering is something that people are writing about as if it's brand new. And you know, as well as I know that it's not brand new. We, but we get to that point where we let it fester for so long. Like I, I can tell you from a percussive standpoint, I used to have a million drums, literally. I had two full drum sets. I had all these crash cymbals and cymbals for the drum set. And I said to myself, you don't need that anymore. You don't need it. So I donated one of my drum sets to my school because I had a student who was left-handed. So I brought the set in. We set it up left-handed. The student was able to use it and is still able to use it, um, which is kind of cool. 
So at least it's being used in another setting, not sitting in the basement, getting all kinds of cobwebs and dirt and whatever on it. Um, so that's a form of decluttering, but I used to have a lot of drums all around me and, you know, it just got to a point where I'm like, I don't play them. I haven't played them in 20 some odd years. Let's get rid of it. And we've all been there. And I gotta tell you, you know, from, from a collection standpoint, um, my parents went through that whole craze of the Norman Rockwell, uh, plates, the Norman Rockwell, um, iconic pictures that were put on plates. They're worth zero. They are worth absolutely nothing. Why do I have them? I literally, I'm looking in the studio right now and they're sitting to the left of where I'm at. And I'm like, why are they still here? Why, why did I just throw, you know what? If you folks come to my house, you're going to be getting a gift. I'm going to give you one, uh, but we should just get clutter. It's nothing but clutter. And you know what? Get rid of it. And people are, as I said, writing articles like it's a brand new thing. And folks, it's not a brand new thing. It's something that we have to go through every now and then just to see where we're at with it. But again, as I was looking through um, an article here, and again, back in the news segment of our um, of uh, on, online, on the, on the phone and yeah, you, know, you get your news sent to you and stuff. So I, I printed out a couple of things about decluttering that really holds you back is that the, the main story is that the, you people, we fall in love with it. And I'm like, I don't know about you. I'm not falling in love with anything that I had, you know, that long. I, I wanted to get rid of it, get rid of it. Um, so again, decluttering and they're writing it like it's a brand new thing. Um, speaking of a brand new thing. Uh, this week you will have the Golden Globes on Sunday at 28th of February. And it's that time of the year, you know, it's that time of the year where we get to, um, you know, football is done. The Super Bowl is over. We are done with the major sport sporting events for now. Um, although the NHL had the outdoor classic from Lake Tahoe, which was a complete nightmare, uh, for Saturday's game, they held the Saturday's game, uh, at midnight. They played one period when they were supposed to play, but the ice got hot and they had to hold the game up until midnight. It was very interesting watching a hockey game at midnight. And then the next day, the game went off without a hitch. Uh, so, And they had great ratings. So it's good that the ratings were happening for the NHL. Uh, but we're pretty much done with all those major sporting events. So now comes the uh, awards season. And I think it kicks off this weekend with the Golden Globes, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler uh, doing the do. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be a really, really great, great thing. Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I say this every week that, you know, it's a it's a shame and a crime that bands like Go-Go's um, don't get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on their merit. So now they got to resort to the fan vote. Uh, folks, it is very tight right now. Uh, they are currently in fifth position, which is good because from the fan vote, they take the top five. So if your band or your artist is in the top five, when voting closes, that's who they go now. That's the next level that they go to where the journalists and all the people in the media vote for those groups. Um, rock the hall, rock and roll hall of fame. Uh, 
the voices are getting louder for the Go-Go's to get in. So that's cool. You can still go and vote. Um, it is open until April. And it is uh, a very, very cool thing. You can vote as often as you'd like. So it's kind of like a, um, kind of like a, uh, you know, a fan, a fan vote type of thing. It's kind of a fan, fan thing. Um, and that's, that's good. You know, you're going to root for your, your guy, your girl, your, your band. I think you should, I think you should put as many votes behind it as you possibly can. So if you want to get behind, uh, your favorite group, who's in there now, uh, and I can tell you it's rockhall.com. You want to go there and put in your vote. You can, you have until April to do so. Um, the hall of fame nominees this year are the following. You have Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, the Foo Fighters, Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Carol King, Fela Kuti, LL Cool J, the New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Dionne Warwick. Okay, so that is open till April 30th. I believe right now in the top five, it is Fela Kuti. Um... Filakuti is on there in no particular order. I think it's Filakute, Iron Maiden, the Go-Go's are in there. And I believe it is Carol King and the Foo Fighters. So those are some of the acts that are in the top five from the fan vote. So you might want to check that out uh, as you move through the next couple of weeks. If you want to get some of those groups in, that's fine. And hopefully they do get in. Um, I know this guy, Alice Cooper. I've been telling you about this new album that he's put out. It sounds just like Alice of the back in the day, the school's out, billion dollar babies type of thing. Uh, Detroit Stories is finally out. Um, and it is a great, great rock and roll record. So Alice Cooper, the new album, Detroit Stories is finally here. Go and take a look at it. Go listen to it. It is absolutely outstanding and wonderful. Um, it has resurrected the sound that, you know, if you're an Alice Cooper fan, it has resurrected the sound you kind of grew up with. So always good to hear from Alice. Always good to hear some new music in general. Um, you know, this past week, um, we were rocked with the story of Tiger Woods um, in, his, in his auto accident. He's been transferred to Cedar sinai uh, medical center in Los Angeles. You know, it was just one of those things where, you know, I got to my car and all of a sudden I turned the radio on and they were announcing the fact that Tiger Woods was in this major car accident. The first thing that goes through your mind is, you know, I, you know, first of all, I hope he's okay. I hope he's all right. Um, an icon of the sport, you know, and, and for many years has been an icon in, in the world of, of just athletics in general and just being someone in the public eye. But I don't think we could have taken another hit. Like someone like Tiger Woods, you know, is on the level of a Kobe Bryant uh, type of loss. And to have the news, the network news break in in the afternoon with the, with the story uh, just makes it even more compelling. And we hope for his speedy recovery and hope to see him back once again doing his thing. And um, just really, really, really amazing. Uh, real quick, I talked about this last week. I got an email this week about it. Uh, someone kind of missed it on the podcast. I had mentioned that on St. Patrick's Day, uh, there will be a live stream 2021. They're still locked down. Who I'm talking about? The Dropkick Murphys. 
will be doing a show from Boston uh, on St. Patrick's Day. And this year's stream will be sponsored by you. That's right. Instead of charging for the stream, they'll be passing the virtual hat to all their loyal fans around the world. So if you want to kick in to help them continue paying the crew and the expenses it takes to do this, you can drop a coin in the hat if you'd like and be able to watch the stream for free and donate right at Dropkick Murphy's or dkmstream.com. You can donate at any time. Um, You can use the form that's there, or you can just text message Dropkick to 202-858-1233. They take Venmo, Google Pay, Apple Pay, and or credit card. If you're on the East Coast, it starts at 7 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day. On the West Coast, it's at 4 p.m. For our friends who listen in London, that would be 11 p.m. We do have friends who listen in Australia. Thank you for listening in Australia. It's on a 10 a.m. in Sydney. So that is the Dropkick Murphys, who, by the way, released a brand new album this week. So I can't wait to check that out and see what kind of stuff they're offering us this time around. So that is uh, the Dropkick Murphys, man. Can't wait. You know, they did a really cool thing back in the, I guess it was June of 2020, where they performed at Fenway Park. Um, and I just thought it was amazing. Uh, they played all their hits and they were spread out. They were spread out between like, if you can look at a baseball diamond, imagine what a baseball diamond looks like. If you've never seen one, <laughs> uh, you were, you had folks set up between first and second, someone set up on second, someone set up where shortstop would be another person closer to third base. So they were kind of distant. They were kind of spread out a little bit, but they sounded great, and they just put on a great show. And if you have never checked out the Dropkick Murphys, may I strongly suggest uh, checking them out on that live stream because they do deliver the goods uh, when they do their thing. Entertainment news. This is really cool. A lot of stuff that happened in the 90s is coming back uh, into the current day and time you are getting a brand new Beavis and Butthead movie. I know you've all been, I know you've been waiting for it. I know you've been sitting there going, Gillick, when is that going to happen? When is the Beavis and Butthead movie going to happen? Is it going to happen? Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to see it. Um, It was something that is going to be on very, very soon, I guess. I'm trying to look for the uh, thing here. But yeah, Beavis and Butthead coming back. Can't believe it unbelievable um so is segments of unplugged yo mtv raps and shows like behind the music so these are very um very interesting shows that were kind of cutting edge at the beginning of mtv are now going to be coming back on the paramount uh stream so again you're gonna have to pay for that but you know what it's kind of cool to see uh See some of those MTV VH1 shows from the 90s. Uh, But the Beavis and Butthead thing, I'll get you some more information on that next week, Um, which will be kind of cool. I think that'll be a lot of fun. (laughs) It's just mindless stuff like that. Say, uh, Say hello to our hometown heroes. This one was suggested by a listener out in California. Thank you so much for this one. The hometown heroes this week, they are, we are honoring all of our school employees from the custodians who keep the place clean, keep the place running, keep the place looking great to our secretaries who are the heartbeat of the organization. 
Um, without secretaries, I tell this to every brand new teacher, you know, get to be nice and get to know the secretaries and get to know the custodians. So for our custodian folks, our secretaries, a deep hearted thank you deep in my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, that includes teachers, whether you teach K through six, if you're teaching grades seven through eight, nine through 12, and you're a college professor, thank you for what you're doing. So our hometown heroes are all our school employees and teachers. So please, if you see a teacher, you see a school employee, don't forget to say thank you to them. Um, so not bad, not a bad week. Can't, I just can't believe we're looking right at March. Like, where has the time gone? And I just never forget that, you know, getting the email that we're shutting the building down on March 13th, you know, be prepared for it. I remember we went to a meeting on March 10th and we were told then, you know, there's a very good possibility we're going to be virtual. And it just really shook me. And I still have in my office in, in the band room, I still have a calendar where the kids circled the date March 6th. Um, and that was the date I took the jazz band to do the devil's game. And we played at the first intermission. That was the last live thing we've ever done until this week, this week or this week coming, I will have my very first band rehearsal with live musicians. I cannot wait. I am so above and beyond happy. Well, friends, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks to all of you who listen. You listen on Buzzsprout. You might be listening on Twitter. You might be checking the show out on Facebook, What to Do. You might be checking it out on Spotify. I cannot thank you enough for that. I'm going to leave you this week with a great quote from a very good friend of mine. He always manages to find something very cool to post on Facebook, and I just felt it very appropriate. This was on a wall. He found this on a wall. It's unknown graffiti that he found on a wall. Mental sunshine will cause the flowers of peace, happiness, and prosperity to grow upon the face of the earth. Be a creator of mental sunshine. Wow. Thank you, Chris, for that. Wonderful. Hey, everybody, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening and sharing the show. Do have a great day. Enjoy it, and goodbye. Goodbye.